How was your week, Brittany? It was good. That's good. That's good. I actually was kind of like looking forward to this all week. like the second time we had to do a take two yeah y'all we just had like we just recorded pretty much half the the podcast the first time but it was just too technical much. difficulties yeah technical yeah. difficulties but it's cool though because this time i think we're gonna like i can maybe that's what we need to do maybe we need to start like maybe we need to talk go over the podcast throughout the week I don't know. It's kind of hard, though, but that would be nice. Let's say it would be nice if we could actually have a run through of the podcast through the week. Well, I told you, let's have bullet points so we know right where we want to jump into. Okay. Well, I mean, but even like bullet points, like like when I'm recording, I have to go through and I can write it down. But like I have to actually for me anyway, I have to like actually record it and like actually wrap it. Mm hmm. A couple of times before I can, no matter how many times I've looked at it, no matter how how many times I've read it, I have to like actually do it mm-hmm. a couple of times before I actually get it. Yeah, that's true. Well, then that means we don't need to practice before we start. Yeah, we might should practice like on the way to work. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cool. So cool, cool, you guys, cool. if you haven't tuned in um, to the first episode, it is on Anchor FM. Please check it out. To the 34 that have checked it out, we appreciate you. The love is real. The love is real. Yeah, we have South Carolina, North Carolina, Alabama, Florida, Florida, Texas, Ohio, California. Y'all are all appreciated. Yeah, 100, 100. We really appreciate it for real. I know I didn't expect to get 34 listens. Yeah, so for the people at my job, if y'all tuning in today, which you probably will be. Thank you. I harassed you until you listen. Y'all are <laughs> the best. <laughs> yeah, I think a couple, a couple of my LBs listen. A couple of family listen. I shared it on Facebook and uh, Snapchat. I got on Snapchat this week. And, like, I'm never on Snapchat. But, yeah. shit, I got one. Might as well. But, yeah, I think last week I said it wrong. But my Snapchat is DJWitDuh6. Well, we'll tell them at the end. At the end? At the end? Yeah. Yeah, I'll say it again at the end, but yeah. yeah. So, y'all, today we're going to talk a little bit about the workplace, being a black millennial in the workplace. Mm-hmm. I both think corporate, both, I guess, and government and yeah. military side. Yep. More so military for me because, well, I work both, but... It's easier for me to relate to the military side, being that that's where most of my work experience is coming from. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, let's get, this get thing into that thing. Let's get this thing soft crackalacking. So, for me, um, I want to start off with juggling different management styles. Like, on one spectrum, you can have a real anal stickler micromanager or you could have a real laxy daisical person 
Someone that really just don't. Alexi, what? Daisical. Uh-uh, that's not what you said. <laughs> what I say? Daisical. De- <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get it out. I was trying, and it got stuck in my throat. Like it those nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead, go ahead. We trying to be serious. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I was trying to beat you to it, because I didn't she was about to say that. I was about to say, that's why your daughter, you definitely got to sleep in her room tonight. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. my gosh. We're married, y'all, so we can. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but even when we wasn't. appropriate. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. This is why we need a take two, because no. we definitely wasn't like that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we definitely need take twos from now on. <laughs> but like I was saying. I've had managers that were so lazy and had a lack of motivation, which means the crew had a lack of motivation. Like there was no drive to do nothing. And then you also have the manager that's just micromanaging. Like they want to know every single aspect of a task. Like when did you start? When did you do this? Did you go to get up and go to the bathroom while you were doing it? And when you got up to go to the bathroom, did you make sure that you still had that on your mind so when you got back, you didn't miss your place? Like, it's just... Did you shake twice when you went to the bathroom? (laughs) You know what? So, (laughs) (laughs) So, I like a manager that's in between. Like, care about me. Make me feel valuable. Because I am a valuable asset to your company. And I am going to prove that to you, regardless if you believe in me or not. But it makes me feel better when I feel like I'm appreciated. Because before the position that I'm in now, or the the unit that I'm with now in the military, I came from a previous unit. I'm not going to bust them out like that because I'm trying to... Bust them out. Bust it. Bust it. Bust it. Okay, sorry. But <laughs> why are you bouncing Finish talking, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, the unit that I came from, I did not feel valuable and disposable, which I was at the end of the day because they got rid of me. So, that wound up being like a slap in the face. But where I am now, like, I've been able to move around. Like, I started in one area, moved to a different area, which the second area I felt like I was a little bit better in than the first. But, you know, not trying to get off topic. Anyway, so I did well at that. And now I've been awarded the opportunity to move to this third area, which I feel like is a little more related to my um, degree. And so it makes me feel good that I'm being awarded these opportunities because I'm doing well at my job. And like I said, at the previous place, I didn't feel like I was valued enough. And the guy was a micromanager. My manager was a like he just well my commander he was just a very anal person and so and everything he asked me to do I did it so it just kind of hurt my feelings to be let go the way I was I think I went to high school with his son you probably did yeah uh uh-uh. uh I thought you was talking about uh the uh Oh no. 
Didn't you uh, work for him? I did not for him, with him. Oh, okay. Never I mind. Mean, he's a. He I didn't go to high the... school. Yeah. Never mind. I just threw names out there, so. Oh Lord, we can bleep that out. Yeah, let's I can do bleep that. that out. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, I bleep that out. <laughs> Cause I'm nice with this audio shit. But anyway. So yeah, and then now the manager that I have now, she's very hardball. When I say a hardball, y'all. Because she has two things working against her. She's a black female, and then she's, oh, she's black, and she's a female. <laughs> I messed that one up. Woo. But, yeah, so she has a lot to prove. Yeah. and uh, So we're talking about management, managing, juggling management. Yeah, just ju- juggling, juggling management, management styles. styles. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of, like, for me, I have to juggle. I'm going to say management styles and I have to juggle like my place in the a don't uh watch your feet because if you kick we're going to start this podcast over because I ain't got my computer kind of trash so if you unplug it the computer going to cut off I wasn't trying oh alright I was just making sure you watch your feet watch your feet but uh anyway what was I talking about oh yeah, yeah I had to like you juggle off topic like what was no, that no I, I watched I was watching you Kick your feet, and I was like, "Oh Lord, if she kick her foot too hard, she gonna yank the cord out." And Bay, just have finish. to restart. Oh my god! But anyway, um, so you're at two ends of the spectrum. You get yeah. the manager, and then you also get the subordinate. So yeah, yeah. So it's like at one job, and on the first take, I did not do a good job with bleeping names out. But at one, the first job is like the job in which I am a manager at. Is like, you know, because I'm a manager, and I'm not going to say it just because I'm a manager, because I feel like it's more so of an open door policy at one job, because my hourlies and my employees come up to me, and like they give me, they'll tell me things they think we should do better, because ultimately they are the ones, they're the ones moving the packages, right. so. You know, that sometimes they come up to me and they're like, hey, can we try this? Can we do this? And it's like, cool. I bring that to my supervisor. And sometimes my bosses listen and sometimes they don't. But like, well, sometimes they they'll approve it or they make changes and sometimes they don't. But they always listen. I cannot truly. I cannot say for me anyway, and I'm only going off my experience. But for me, anytime I say something. That I think we may need to change. They always, not always, but for the most part, for the most part, they will, uh, like, I guess, at least act like, act like they listen, you know? Yeah. And, because uh, they respect you, right? Yeah. And it's that, like, at the other job, is like, I'm at the bottom, and one, yeah, I'm, we are kind of disposable. It's like, the job is a temporary permanent job and it's called that job. So they don't have to give us paid vacation, which is cool. Cause I got another job. So I'm not really that, you know, it's not that big a deal, but it's like, we give, we give opinions and like, for example, this past Thursday, we were supposed to have a meeting, but they forgot to get the phones closed off. So we ended up having to be on the phones and not have the meeting. 
and it's like that's that's poor uh like that's that's shitty but then like like i got an email the other day talking about so this lady emailed and i responded to her email and for me i don't know it may be the right way it may be the wrong way i don't like responding to emails when it's a bunch of i don't i hate having that thread and it's like somebody y'all been emailing a bunch and now it's like because you know at the top of the email they'll have like from to Mm -hmm. subject the Mm -hmm. date and all that stuff and once you do that like five or six times it gets for me anyway it starts getting jumbled and like i don't like that so once it starts doing that i just delete the whole thread and she was like could you please not do that next time could you please have this meeting that you said that we were supposed to have two weeks ago this time? <laughs> don't come at me with that dumb shit, man. Like, I don't, like, that shit just pisses me off. Like, it just really pisses me off. And it's like, and we're all, there is a, at the first job, I'm going to just say yeah, UPS. So at UPS is not really, a, there is an age of disparity, but not really. Why don't you do job X and job Y? Job X. I'm going to do job U and job D. Yeah. At job U is like there it really isn't an age disparity from the youngest person to the oldest person. I think it's like evenly distributed. So like we all may be from ages twenty five to forty, but it's not like a bunch of people that's in their twenties and a bunch of people in their forties. It's probably somebody at every single age from twenty five to forty. At the other job, it's a job disparity. It's an age disparity. It's mm-hmm. some people that's been working some they have people that policies that were implemented that they still use or things that they still try to do or things they're trying to convert from from when I was in high school and like some people will call and be like well in 2009 it was like this well bitch I was in high school so I don't know what it was back in 2009 I could tell you what it was today that's another story but uh yeah there's (laughs) (laughs) why she had to be all that because sometimes they (laughs) Never mind, but uh, but yeah, there's a job there's age disparity, and it's like you could tell because it's like some people have been working there for twenty five, thirty years. Some people have been working for two, and so that takes not a lot of people thing. in the middle. That takes me to the next thing: people like millennials aren't staying at jobs, or or don't have plans to stay at jobs for. 20 to 30 years yeah i don't plan on being at my job or you know i have other plans that i want to do and like i have things i want to do i don't want to i will work from somebody because one we have a daughter so i got to you know we gotta do what we gotta do well i yeah i plan on staying but like most millennials if they feel unappreciated if they feel disrespected or Mm -hmm. whatever the case may be they're not being loyal to these companies so, and these companies the aren't loyal to us. I mean, yeah, but I'm just saying. Before our parents and their parents, they were staying at jobs. They weren't trying to leave. Yeah. So now, they're like, nah. Oh, well, we are. We're like, nah. We about this bitch. Yeah. Yeah, we ain't saying. Not for no thirty years. Not unhappy. Not like we're not putting up with the same shit for thirty. Now I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. If I found the right job and I love that job and like I actually felt like in if I started on day one, then on day was 30 times 365. Mm-mm. Anyway, on, you know, 
in year 30 and I felt like I was in a, I had just been working my way up the ladder for 30 years, then yeah, but a lot of jobs, I don't feel like it's like that. It may just feel like that right now for us because we're the, we're the youngest that's working at our job. So one thing that me and one of my favorite people at work, she knows what I'm talking about. You know, hey girl, when you listening, we were talking about the respect going both ways. Like in the, you know, our parents' generation and their parents, it's just whatever an adult says kind of goes. Not even an adult, whatever an elder say, because okay. we're adults. That's better. That's better. Whatever an elder says, even in the workplace. And it's like, nah, you're not about to talk to me any kind of way and think I'm just going to be like, oh, yes, ma'am. Oh, no, ma'am. Or nothing like that. It's if you disrespect me, you're going to get back what you dish out type deal. And because millennials are like that, we're not staying in positions in the workplace because the tongue is too slick. Yeah, I'm going I'm to go like one step further. Not even so far as disrespect. It's just like just because you've been doing a job for 20 years don't mean you've been doing the job good for 20 years or it may be a more efficient way to do that job. That's a good one. And Being like more efficient at the job. Yeah, it's a way that we don't have to work as hard and we can get it done just because as fast. Because it's always innovation. Yeah. So like but like they don't want to listen. So like I have a a job you and yeah, a job you one of the one of my coworkers has been doing her job for like 20 years. She's been working there for 20 years. She throws that shit in our face every chance she get. I've been doing it for 20 years. I've been doing it for 20 years. And I, one, I'd be like, well, why? If you was doing a good job, why you ain't move up? Two, <laughs> <laughs> two, like, things was different 20 years ago. Phones had buttons 20 years ago. And we got touch screens. Yeah, like, like that shit with like we used to see on movies, the retina scan and the facial scan. When we was kids, that shit is real now. Like you don't have to type in your code on your phone no more. You just hold it up, hold it up to your face, and it opens. And like things have changed in twenty years. You know, you don't have to do things certain ways. You know, it's 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 okay to change sometimes. And from from how you were originally doing things that's one thing that i don't like about um the base that i'm at now i don't feel like i feel like we're very slow at innovation and new ideas and new um policies or procedures i don't know what word i'm looking for there but like anything that us fresh faces that come in having ideas it's like well, we could do it this way or this way. And it's like, nah, we've been doing it for this long like this. So this is how we're going to continue to do it. And it's like, eh, I mean, yeah, that's all right. But here's a better way to do it. And we can do it quicker and focus on something else too. So I don't know. I think millennials need the opportunity to be able to show that we can implement new things in the workplace. And if y'all have... We're going to start doing these little things. Uh, uh, I like, so I had another, remember I was telling you I had another uh, blog or Instagram page. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to start doing more like 
follower interaction. So like if you listen and you have like suggestions or like you want to talk because we would like for it to be kind of an open dialogue. Because right. I want to know what you guys think too. So like I guess this week we're going to put up like a and a type thing. That'd be cool. Yeah. So like, uh, so like if you have anything to say or you want to add your little two cents, I don't mean to say little two cents, but if you want to add your opinion, your two cent, then yeah, we're going to do that. That's just like when your mom used to be like your little friend. Yeah. But I didn't mean to like, <laughs> cause you know when, and I'm just, you know, when black folks say your little, they really, uh, talking shit about it. Oh yeah. But I see what your, talk with shit. your new little shoes on. <laughs> My mommy said, I see with your little shoes. job. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> I work 40 hours a week. There ain't no little job. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what was you talking about again? You was talking about the innovation. Yeah, just being able to bring new ideas. Yeah, and it's like they asked for me to go to school. What did they think I was learning at school? The old way to do stuff? No, we had to get the new textbook. And the new textbook teaches the new stuff on way how to do stuff. So Shit, like, I ain't never bought the new textbook. Oh, I mean, I ain't, you ain't bought a book from like the first edition. Shit, I was buying two editions back. Two editions back though. Hell yeah, that saved me like a hundred so dollars. I mean, in two years, not that much <laughs> has changed. You, you, like, we're talking about stuff from like, like, so I was going through files last summer maybe last summer at job d we were we, we were doing a transition <laughs> why do you get so excited when you try to differentiate the both because i have to remember like which one because i'm not using names you're like job d yeah but i'm not using names <laughs> <laughs> so i'm not i'm not trying to drop names so i like have to remember which one was d and which one was you mm-hmm. so uh but at job d we were doing this transition from like doing things all paper mm-hmm. and getting things scanned in so like we could do it more digitally. Right. So I was going back and I was looking through some of the stuff and it was like, like some of the files were so old that mm-hmm. the black people on the race had Negro. What? Yeah. So like, but we're still doing procedures and shit that we was doing using when black people were called negro in 2019 and i i'm not saying that that job d is racist or anything i'm just putting it in perspective like the time frame Mm -hmm. like we're still doing the same they're still doing the same thing that they were doing in 1960 and 1970 the same processes which means that they need fresh ideas. But, like, they don't want fresh ideas. They want to do things their way. That's why being a millennial in the new, or in the workplace is difficult. Y'all, this is the F, the F this adult and ish podcast. And we talking about this adult and ish. You know, stay tuned, stay tuned. We're going to take a little break real quick because I'm thirsty. Because, because we didn't talk. We pretty much did a podcast and a half. I need some juice. We're going to play a little music from yours truly. Give me one second. I can't 
tell you where I'm going, just know I won't stop. Goodbye to the bottom, hello to the top. Break it down, lace it, breathe, pray to God, this shit gon' pop. And this shit so fucking dope, it's giving niggas cotton mouth. Keep the snakes out my grass, gotta keep that grass cut. If she keep a grass cut, then the nigga have a lunch. Lazy boy in the bed all day when I wake his past brunch. But I eat when I want, and I don't leave this niggas much. I can't tell you where I'm going, just know I won't stop Goodbye to the bottom, hello to the top Hello to the hate, dodging all the bullshit Cause niggas talk but they don't practice what they pull pit Cause men lie, women lie, screenshots Tell the truth and nowadays I don't trip I just go and hit the booth Cause I don't trust if you ain't gang goof troop Let you hang loose too, I'm the shit poop scoop nigga Drinking his juice and trying to take a little snack break. You know, might as well. Did y'all enjoy his music? I hope y'all did. Yeah, it's a little insert. Yeah, just a little something I be doing. A little sign, sign. When I have a time. Mm-hmm. But uh, what was he talking about? You are terrible with that. Yeah. You do that every time we're recording. Mm-hmm. What was I saying? <laughs> Yeah, sorry guys. But I was going to go ahead and jump into the trying to deal with the workplace drama as well. Yeah, that's a that's a little difficult. Like, like it could be both coworkers and both management. True. Yeah, because like, and then you have to stay grounded. When you're dealing with this type of stuff at work, you need to stay grounded because mental health is real. I'm not going to get into it, but y'all know I told y'all last podcast that that is like my passion after going through postpartum depression. Like, I feel like mental health is so important and people will really try to bring you down with workplace drama. So you have to stay positive. Like I stay positive every time I come to work. You will not. Nine times out of ten, I'll say, you will not see me not smiling at work. It makes the day go by faster when you're being positive at work. Yeah. And, like, like when, when everybody at work is being a Debbie Downer, or, sorry, but when everybody at work is being down and, you know, they come to work, it's like, oh, my God, I'm ready to leave. Now, at, 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 and we're doing still job D, job U. 
But a job, you, I crack a joke every time I get to work and I'm like, I'm so ready to go home. I was ready to go home before I got here. But I'd be smiling the whole time. So, like, people know I'm joking. Mm-hmm. But, like, at the other at job, D. D. <laughs> God damn. Can Shut you up. keep up with your own? I'm trying, man. I'm trying. But at job, D, I really be like, I really do be sending people the, uh, the Jaden Smith in the Karate Kid gif. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go home. I hate it here. <laughs> but like, like, and like, I'm at job U longer than I'm at job D, but job D seems like it's longer than job U. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's the, it's the drama and like at job U, like pretty much everybody at job U has two jobs. So really they be trying to get in and get out. It's not really a whole lot of workplace drama. At job D, oh my God, oh my God! So like, I uh, when we got married, I uh, I asked my uh my my boss to if I could have the days off or if I could come into work early so I could leave early because mm-hmm. I didn't want to take a day, mm-hmm. especially if I could come in early and just leave early. But uh, she was like, "Don't worry about it. Just take the whole day." And you know, I ain't gonna take down no day. So I ain't going to turn away a day. So I was like, okay. But anyway, she told the the lady that it's over my job. It's like, so I, it's weird on how, how it's set up. But like I have, it's weird on how it's set up. But she told the lady and she was like, she, um, she damn near went and told all my business to everybody. I was like, how you know I wanted everybody to know I was about to get married. Right. So it's like, that's just. There's just like something small and like they all talk shit about each other all day. Management talk shit about upper management and people lower than them while we in the office. And it's like, y'all really think I'm going to talk to y'all? Right. Y'all really, like y'all really think I'm going to talk to y'all? Hell no, I ain't about to say nothing to y'all. It's, I come to work, I get my job done and I leave. Like I don't. You ever seen that Bernie Mac uh, meme? When it was like, I just sit here, I just sat here and listened to you talk about everybody, and then they ask you how you doing. Mm, I'm doing fine. How I'm are doing you? Just fine, <laughs> right? It's exact. It is exactly like that. Yeah, it's exactly like that, and it's like I don't want to. You know, it's it's so fake and artificial, and like I don't have time for that. Like, like I be trying to. I need positivity in my life and. Like if I'm gonna be a, if I if if I'm going to be at a place for you know X amount of time and be damn near spending more time no not damn near spend more time at a job than I spend at home with my wife and my kid then I need that shit to be positive right like I take pride in being positive at work. Um, one of my coworkers she was like I really look forward to coming to work because I know that I'm at least going to see a smile from you and a good morning from you when I come in. And that makes me feel good because I try to be positive. Like, don't get me wrong. I have bad days as well. But there's no point in sitting here and being like, oh, I hate this job. Oh, there's unrealistic expectations. Oh, I have this deadline that I know I'm not going to meet. Like, just do what you can. Be positive about 
positive about you doing what you can and just going from there. Like that's really how I look at work because my job is nothing but spreadsheets, deadlines, quotas, I guess. So you had me at spreadsheets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I just try to be positive because leadership knows what's doable and what's not doable. As long as they see you working at it, I just feel like whatever. They're going to say something anyway, so just do what you can and be positive. At do the you end of think day. they know or do you think management sometimes has unrealistic unrealistic expectations? I do think that expectations can be unrealistic at times. Yes. How do you go about telling us your your supervisors and upper management that I don't know what the fuck y'all thought was going on, but this was really going on. So I have I have two sides for that. So my supervisors, like, they've all worked their way up as well. You know what I'm saying? Especially the major, like, she was enlisted before she crossed over to the other side. But the thing about my job is, and probably yours too, they look at the big picture. Like, they're not looking at how you get to the big picture they're just looking at the big picture so when they come up with these expectations they're not coming up with the expectations like oh she got to do this which leads to this which leads to this she's just thinking oh I, I need her to go from this to this you know what i'm saying get the shit done so i think that's the biggest difference in job d and job u job u is more we got to process a hundred thousand packages a night get that shit done Mm-hmm. Job D is more like micromanagement, and it's like that's why we're a month behind. We're doing shit like mm-hmm. that. That's exactly why we're a month behind because it's like we're nitpicking at. And I understand it's a small, you know, it is a small thing because how can you do the big things if you can't even do the small things? But not every single tiny little small thing needs to be talked about. Yeah, with. There was no need for you to send me an email about I didn't put a period at the end of this email. Like, you get emails like that? Hmm? You get emails like that? I have to respond to emails like that. That's crazy. Yeah. It's That's like, time consuming. Yeah. And it's yeah. Like I could have been I could have spent that minute doing something else. I could have spent that minute stamping two. Stamping and paper clipping two two you know two transcripts from somebody but instead i had to stop and read the email and reply to the email and then it's gonna be a five email thread and now now you need me to go up now i have to go up to the go upstairs to to talk to you because you want to talk to me about something simple and it's like that's that's exactly why we're a month behind when you said you could have spent a minute doing something else, I was like, yeah, me. Sorry. Hey. <laughs> I don't see nothing wrong. Damn, R. Kelly. I know. You can't yeah. sing that. Mm-mm. Well, there was something wrong with the little woman. Because <laughs> <laughs> she was only nine. Oh, my God. Don't do it. <laughs> so, yeah. Um... Get your phone out. What else we got to talk about? I mean, I think that was pretty much it. Oh, time management. Time management. That is now. Nah, that is something that like 
They said you're supposed to learn that in college. I did not learn that in college. It was so much. So, like, my first, I'll say my first semester. No, probably maybe. So, I'm going to go through my freshman and sophomore year in college. Bay, that has to be a story time for another time. This is a workplace. No, I'm talking about, so, like, so like my, fir- my first year, coming out of high school, mm-hmm. I played football. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I didn't have it a whole lot of time. Get to college, my first semester, I took like 18, 19 credit hours. Like, I, I didn't learn how to manage my time. I learned how to do stuff to fill up my time, but I didn't learn like how to manage the time. I was just a procrastinator in school, so. Yeah, so like, that's something I had to like, I've learned it and I've gotten better with time, with time management. So like, I know that, hey, I got to do this, I have to do this, so I need to like, it's going to take me this long to do this, so I was probably not this out first, or. It's going to take me a little bit longer, so I'm going I'm to try to do this in bits and pieces. Like, I've learned how to how to do that in the workplace. I did not learn how to do that in college, though. But, yeah, that that is something that is a big, that especially a big as you're moving of, up. Yeah, that takes a big chunk of your time is learning how to manage it. Especially as a millennial, I feel like we get so caught up in the phone in the workplace that it just takes time away from you doing mm-hmm. your actual job. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, because it, it, it's easy to, it's easy to get caught in the, in the phone, and like, not even with the intentions. Because I've done it a lot, planning to go look it down your phone and check it just because you really own. You got two minutes of spare time. Next thing you know, you've been on your phone fifteen. Yeah. And it's like, oh shit. Yep. Damn. Yep. That happens a lot at my job, especially because like. You and have, if that happens twice, if that happens twice, that's 30 minutes you lost out your day. Yeah. That's yeah. 30 minutes you could have spent looking at a spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's a difficulty. Um, I won't even say necessarily with just millennials. I think. That's everybody. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. they talk shit about us being on well, our phone, but they be on our they phones just as much. Yeah. I won't say grown. I say when I say grown folk, we're all grown here. But I really mean like people that's like older, older than us. So people just to that throw get, that out there. People that get because I'm grown. Is it AARP. AARP. <laughs> people right. that get that AARP. That those aged people. My dad was so happy to get AARP. Bro, my dad be loving the AARP. Yeah. I'm like, bro, we worked at the movies though. People used to be like, "Do y'all take AARP?" <laughs> yeah, but it's like a dollar off of popcorn, which really ain't shit. <laughs> oh no, that dollar add up. <laughs> Especially with the people that come there like every weekend. Remember that couple that used to come to the movies? It used to be a white couple. Yeah, they had that uh that. Platinum mm-hmm. card or something like that. They used to have they, they had a black, like a matte black Regal Rewards card. That shit was nice too. They was the only ones that had it. Yeah. They used to come every weekend. He used they to have on a shirt and tie. They had nothing else to do. Old but, as hell. But love each other. Oh. Aww. They want to do some loving. I don't want. Uh-uh. Bumping and grinding. They probably sound like. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're going to cut it here because <laughs> <laughs> now he gets silly. Yeah. But um, we appreciate y'all listening to us ramble and discuss our views on being a millennial in the workplace, working that nine to five 
and just difficulties. Working nine to five. You know, that made me think of Sing just now. That's why I got it from. Because oh. <laughs> you watching that. And, yeah. My three-year-old was watching Sing in the next room. And yeah, he, he quoting songs and stuff. <laughs> if y'all haven't watched that movie, that's a great movie. It for both is. adults and kids. If y'all got kids. I mean, most kid movies have like that message, but that one was, that was cool. That, that kind of goes along with what we were talking about, actually. Like, well, no, not really. It, I think the purpose of that was not to give up when all odds were against you not to give up. Yeah. yeah that I would say that. I yeah. would say that. No matter how hard it gets or like all the, because everybody had those those things that we're working with, like the uh, the guy, what's his name, Moon, the workplace where he he had this lady that he that was working with him that was like eighty years old. Now she was like eight thousand years old. Yeah, she but, was messing up stuff. But her eye fell out, and he said it was going to be a thousand dollar prize. Her eye fell out, hit the zeros twice, and it was a hundred thousand dollar prize, which he couldn't afford. And he, but he figured that shit out. <laughs> He figured that shit out, ain't it? He made it work. He made that shit work. But we're going to end with this uh, this story. When you're in the workplace and you notice that you have an employee that's calling out consistently or just lacks the motivation, instead of being quick to write them up or follow policy, sometimes you have to use your judgment to see if that person is actually crying out for help because sometimes it's not the fact that they're actually sick or that they're trying to be lazy maybe they really have some real life issues going on i just did a training on that which is funny you bring that up but and we're going to go after this but one of the things it was it was talking about like drugs and like how to how to pick up on substance abuse but mm-hmm. I think it can translate to like just having issues outside the work outside the workplace, like when people's job performance starts declining, mm-hmm. and it's like a rapid decline too. They're used to being a a workers, a plus right. workers, then all of a sudden they start being a B plus worker, right? And a B minus and a C, you know. Mm-hmm. That's that's a sign, like something might be going on. Yeah, look out for your people. Yeah, something might be going on, cause yeah. But I had a guy that uh, I had a friend that just killed himself like maybe like a month ago and uh he thought everybody thought everything was fine but like going back and seeing some stuff and like maybe he was calling out for help and you just gotta like see those signs because mental health is a big thing especially in our household Mm -hmm. yeah it's something we try to focus on and in the black community it's just like because it needs to be talked about more because black people do not go to see therapists at all, and I'm a big, big advocate for therapy. Yeah, I actually, yeah, therapy's cool because you can, whatever you say to your therapist, that you should just not have leave. to find the right therapist. You do have to find the right therapist. I think that's one of our issues from before is that we didn't have. She wasn't a bad therapist. I just don't think that she was good for us. So, yeah, but. So y'all can find us on Anchor FM and Spotify. What's the whole Anchor FM? It's like, pull it up. I what think it's mean? Anchor FM slash DB3. 
Yeah, that's us. It's anchor FM anchor dot FM slash B D three. Is it B D three or D B three? D B three. It's D B as in defensive back three. Anchor dot FM slash D B three. Wow. So um, for the females that's t- listening that don't know Dooney no. and Burke <laughs> three. <laughs> Oh. Uh, boom, gotcha. That was actually really good. Yeah, because I bees that nigga. Okay. But uh, and he yeah. runs out. Yeah, follow us on Twitter at f underscore this adulting ish. Um, we're trying to get on Apple Podcast, but what? we're having some issues. Yeah. Getting, uh, they said we have expensive content in our name, and it literally does not. So we're trying to figure that out. Yeah. So. As of right now, uh, Anchor FM and Spotify is all we have. We might actually, I think we can put it on SoundCloud.com. So I'm going to put it on SoundCloud, SoundCloud.com. Okay. And more than likely, the backslash will be F this adulting-ish. Yeah. But of course, we'll give you all an update next week because we'll have another another episode this week. Um, follow me on Twitter at RealDHVN. Follow me on Instagram at RealDHVN. Yep, you can also find us on Instagram at f underscore this adulting ish. You can follow me on Twitter, Brittany. You're on Twitter now. You yeah yeah you still have not popped up showing you follow me. I'll show you. Okay. But um, you I, must have been following me. No. Shit, I bro, it did not pop up. Can I get through mine? Sorry, my bad. So. <laughs> My Twitter is Brittany, that's B-R-I-T-T-N-I-E underscore Woods. Um, I don't have an Instagram, so sorry. Oh, and my Snapchat is Brittany underscore, no, I think it's just Brittany Woods. So, yes. Yeah, my Snapchat is D-J-W-I-T-D-A-6. He ain't even on there like that, though. I am. I am going to start being on there now. <laughs> it's a. I have a lot of people that follow me on there, and I get like 50, 60 views when I post stuff, and so it's a good place for me to... to on Instagram? On Snapchat. Snapchat? And I, you're right, and I don't even be on there like that. 50? Like 50 or 60. On Instagram, so, I get like 90, 90, 100. Nice. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, anyway, we will see y'all next week. Thank you for...